This episode of Off the Clock is brought to you by Superpath. All right. Cheers. cheers. Welcome to cheers. Off the Clock. <laughs> Great. We've got a spill Already. right off the bat. We're in the mic. Perfect. <laughs> in the mic. So we have a special edition today of Off the Clock. And rather than getting into our intros, I feel like people know who we are yeah. now, right? Yeah, should. I think we should jump right in to our first topic today, which is I want to talk about morning routines because online all I see is people talking about morning routines and... Do I need to have one? Is it important? What is yours right now? I want to go last. I feel like mine last? is so disappointing. I'm like it works so for you embarrassed. Though, right? yeah. You guys go first. Somebody else go first. Okay. I don't, the point is I don't have one. Okay. But like, so my husband is a teacher and he, very different lifestyle in the summer versus in the school year. So like this summer, he's wrapping up summer uh, right now, more relaxed. So I tend to like wake up later. What's later? Define like later. Seven. Oh my god! <laughs> Come on. During the school year, we both wake up at like six. Okay. But I'm 100% a morning person, so yeah. like I'm not super methodical with my morning routine. I just like to have like space. Like I like to wake up early so I don't feel rushed. I'm not really a morning exerciser, but I do respect people that do that. Yeah. Yes, so much respect. I feel like it should just be whatever works for you. I know, but you go on Twitter and it's like all the think boys are like, oh, you got to do a cold plunge. You got to have your your bulletproof coffee. (laughs) Like, I mean, I just feel like I'm missing something. So I wanted to hear what yours looked like. I feel that way, too. Like, are there is there like actual science behind any of that stuff or was it somebody important just said that you should wake up at 5 a.m. And then I mean, there's all the gazillionaires that are like. Wake up at 4 a.m. and then I do this. And then I do right, this, and then I do I the sauna. I, I do, do yes, I meditate. I do all the things. So basically, you've run a marathon before you even sat down and start working for the day. Yeah, I think it's all about setting yourself up for like what you need to get done. And if yeah. it's like waking up later, like getting your rest, I don't know. I just don't think it's like. Do you have anything you like do for sure every morning though? Like, do you drink coffee every morning? Yeah, I I make coffee, I make breakfast. I'm usually not hungry, but like I do personally think breakfast works for me so I try to make that happen um I like to read in the morning usually something not related to work nice that's nice yeah that's a good way to ease into things what about you all um I am also a morning person yeah I am up usually around 6 30 um even on the weekends I usually pop up um and yeah, I just like hang out with my dog for two hours. It's nice. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, it is. We just like go on little drives, listen to podcasts, go get my morning diet Coke. He gets his treat from yeah. the McDonald's lady. Shout out to McDonald's. Shout and out. You're like, We're sponsored go. by McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Officially not sponsored by, but we would love that. Yes, please. Yes. Um, holler at us. <laughs> um, I'm sure they need the help. They need the promo yeah I just kind of either take him on a walk and listen to podcasts or music um, or we just kind of drive around and just I don't know I, I miss having that kind of commute to start mm-hmm. your day or like it signals the start of your day and so I feel like that takes the place of that for me mm-hmm. yeah yeah. I'm curious for you, has it changed since you went from working like a more traditional job to doing more of your own thing? And I know that you're remote too, but yeah. I feel like you have a little bit more structure in your work mm-hmm. day of like people expect you to be online for certain hours. For sure. Um, 
So a couple things, like my whole career has been remote. So I've never had oh. like the sensation of a... Like never, career. not once. I've never gone into an office. Wow. I, I thought even, I thought maybe GE or something. I guess, yeah. But that was a, long, like yeah, a whole was other a lifetime. Yeah. I only worked there for like five to six months. Hmm. So I guess that I did have a commute, but I was like 22. Okay. So I guess for like the majority of my career in like what I'm doing now, I'm just so accustomed to like work from home. Um, for me, I have to break up my day at the end. So that's why oh, okay. I work out at the end of the day. Cause I need like this, like you need to get out from behind your computer. Yes. Um, but no, I guess like with omniscient, I still like, I have like seven direct reports. Like I have a lot of people that do expect me to be online. So the accountability is still there, even though I like own my own business now, but I guess it is a little bit different cause my thing so I didn't, yeah I could just you get to call I, to, but I know it works for me if I log on anytime after like 8 30 then I'm like I feel like I'm behind mm. speaking of 8 30 <laughs> speaking of 8 30 I have slowly started to wake up later and later to where I'm like my alarm clock goes off at 7 20 all right it goes off at 7 20 and I turn it off and then I will lay there and look at my phone for like 40 minutes <laughs> Sometimes I'll fall back asleep. Does your alarm keep going off like every nine minutes? No, I, no, snooze. Oh, absolutely not. No. So I just turn it off and then I lay there with the dog for a while. I look at my phone or I fall back asleep. Usually around 8.45, 9 o'clock, I'm rolling out of bed. And that's, makes me feel bad about myself because in, on one hand, it's wonderful, right? Because I'm sleeping in, I'm living my best life. That's so great. On the other hand... Like, shouldn't I be up and working? Like, half the day is gone now. At 8.30? It feels like it. No. Because then I sit down. By the time I get... So I roll out of bed at 9 o'clock, and I go straight to my email with my after I have my coffee. But I just, like, kind of tumble into the day every day. And I feel like when I first started... 10 years ago, I was so used to being in the office at mm. 7.30 that I would, at 7.30, I'd get up and I'd be in my desk chair. And I was like, okay, I'm ready. And then I would just kind of like sit there and wait for emails to come yeah. in. Yeah. So I was like, why am I doing this? Right. This is stupid. And I hate mornings, um, especially in the winter because it's dark and it's cold and like, what's the point, you know? Um, so yeah, I'm just, I would love to be a morning routine person, but I'm not. I just, I don't appreciate how all of like the chatter about it makes you like, People like you feel that way. Yeah, it sucks to feel like that because you're really like you wake up at one p.m. or something. But like Like clearly, like you're very very successful. Like you're very happy with your career. Like I don't. I think social media in general has definitely become this like shoulda, coulda, woulda sensation. Yeah, it gives you that feeling of like if only you did these seventeen steps in the morning. And I just think it's over engineered. Like yeah, Andrew Huberman obviously knows what he's talking about, but like literally. He just, he came up with this thing called like forward ambulation. It's a morning walk. Why does it need to be called anything but a morning walk? <laughs> Sounds oh so gosh. fancy. So it's like, do we need more Sounds terminology so for things that like you could or could not do? Like, I think it all comes down to like, if it works for you, yeah, it works for you. That's so true. Um, I think that's probably just social media as a whole, right? Like it's there to make oh, you feel bad about engagement. yourself. So it's working. Yeah. Cool. Great. Um, have all of you seen Barbie now? We need to talk about I Barbie. I have seen Barbie, yes. Sorry. What have you heard about Barbie? I, well, I've heard it's amazing. Like, I right. really want to see it. Yeah. I just haven't had a good time to go um, to the theater. And I feel like it's one of those movies that you want to see in theater. I've been reading yeah. that it might be released on HBO Max. Um, 
but I kind of I wanted to go see it in that experience, but I just haven't had time. But I I was like in love with the marketing strategy. Like I was so obsessed money. with seeing it all over the place. Like forever. I remember seeing the progressive commercial and being like, I would have loved to be a fly on the wall in that marketing meeting. Like who thought of putting a Barbie dream house in a progressive like brilliant. So smart. So cool. They did so many cool things. Um and also like hats off to Barbie slash Greta Gerwig, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, all of these women just making the economy thrive this summer. You're welcome. I know it's everyone. pretty insane. Yeah. Like I think I remember hearing that uh, at the end of the first U.S. leg of Taylor Swift's Eras tour, that she uh, t- the tour would have stimulated the local economy economies like two billion dollars or something like two billion dollars towards no big deal yeah it's pretty insane and then i think it's gonna make her a billionaire too by the time she's done with the full tour which is crazy but yeah so cool how she tipped like all those truck drivers and everything yeah like a 50 100 i think it was a hundred thousand yeah yeah amazing yeah yeah you go and then did i go to the air store yes where i went in houston back in april okay um, but I am going to try to go again. <laughs> Cause they just released new dates, right? Yeah. For next year. Oh so, gosh. so where do you we'll think see. you'll go? Um, maybe new Orleans. Okay. Yeah. But oh, I also cool. am going to try for Toronto, I think. So we shall see. Why Toronto specifically? Uh, well it's only, there are only like four places she's going. Oh, so yeah. But anyway, options are limited. Cool. Yeah. Like nice. we're going off on a tangent about my Taylor Swift plans. But. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Actually, the whole segment um, dedicated to you. But yeah, and then Greta Gerwig. What was like Barbie's the first movie for a female director to do over a lot, however many billions, a lot uh, of yeah. dollars. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Yeah, women but are having a comeback this summer. Who knew? It's just crazy because yes, they spent a lot on that marketing, but clearly it worked. Right. So I just don't understand why Are people more movies. Stuff about like they spent too much on marketing. Oh, I've seen some of that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where they're like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. This is or just like, must be but nice. Barbie Over is like a whole subculture. Like I had a gazillion Barbies. Okay. But wait a second. Cause now I've heard that there's talks of like a whole new universe of like Mattel of like Polly Pocket movie. Yep. And I'm just like, I don't think they have the cultural cachet of Barbie. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to no. track for people. It they've already, the next, like, I think they've already greenlit the Polly Pocket. Cause I think Lena Dunham is directing. I think, yes, I heard that. And they've already, I forget who they cast as Polly Pocket, but they've already got like the person cast. I had a Polly Pocket and like, I don't even know if I care about that. No, it's not the same as Barbie. There's just not the components. Like I haven't even seen it. And I feel like Margot Robbie paired with Greta Gerwig paired with the timing of the release. Like I feel like Barbie definitely was fading a bit. Mm -hmm. I think the, the filming and the release was very strategic to like revive the subculture, revive the brand. But there were so many components of the movie that I feel like all worked very well together to make it so successful. And I feel like if they go down that Mattel path, it's like you're just going to be riding the coattails a bit. I don't think it's yeah. going to have that same, not the same. Um, independent resurgence that Barbie's yeah. into. And I think this whole like Barbenheimer like thing that happened made it even that much bigger. Because one thing I heard was that people who went to see Barbie, so Warner Brothers was... Uh, the director of Oppenheimer's old 
company and so mm-hmm. then he went with a different production company for this new one and so the two studios went head to head on this weekend releasing those movies at the same time on purpose to kind of spite each other i don't know if this is well, true but it probably ended up helping each other it oh, did sure. because people who couldn't get into barbie would go see oppenheimer because they were like oh barbenheimer like i'll just go see the other half yeah. yeah and so they kind of fed each other which i think is so interesting yeah. It's been a long time since I've wanted to go to the theaters to see one movie, much less two. Yeah. And I feel like Oppenheimer definitely with the way that it was shot, like with that, how it was designed to be viewed in a certain type of screen, like you obviously want to see that in theaters. It'd still be great at home, but. Yeah. yeah. I also heard a lot of people saying that the whole Barbenheimer thing, basically, like obviously people would have gone to see Oppenheimer regardless, but it brought a whole new audience to go see it. Yeah. Because people wanted to like commit to the bit and right, do the of course. Thing. Yeah, that so makes it, sense. It did you see both? I same did. Day? Not the same day. I think it was the same weekend though. Which one did you it see was. first? I saw Barbie first, and I liked both of them. I think I liked Barbie better just because I like Christopher Nolan's movies so much, but I really love his original like screenplays and things like that. Mm-hmm. And this was very good, but it was so heavy. Yeah, it was so heavy, and I mean it should be. It's obviously like very heavy subject matter but yeah I just thought that was such an interesting weird thing that happened this summer um what other things are happening in the world that you guys are thinking about or curious about what was the thing that I saw on Instagram the other day about the galaxy shape like a question mark yes I don't um, know why it was. I think it's two intertwined galaxies yes, or something and was, they're pulling okay, at each so other I saw it through the James Webb telescope yes is that accurate okay. that is yes yes and so it's a true question mark but yeah i think it's what it is is it's two galaxies that are starting to merge and pretty cool whatever that means but yeah i i thought that was really cool yeah so we're in the middle of the meteor shower right now oh, yeah. which yeah. is very exciting that's happening i think it's peak this weekend right now okay um so if you're in a city you probably have a hard time seeing it but if you're somewhere really dark like where i live that's not a city, which we're going to talk about that later, but that's pretty cool. And then there's also the Artemis mission, which I think is the first manned space trip to the moon in a really long time. I don't know how many years, but gearing up for that, I think they're just collecting information for the next trip to the moon. So this is just like a flyby, but hmm. they're preparing to go back to the moon. I don't know what for, huh. I wonder but when. yeah, I think soonish, but... This, I don't have a lot of information here. This is a really uh, stupid question, but would that be the second time we've gone back? <laughs> like, have we been back since the initial man on the moon thing? I should, I feel like I should <laughs> oh, know no. this and I don't. I even this. watched Apollo 13 last night and I feel like <laughs> I should know this. I feel like we haven't been back, right? <laughs> Suddenly Googling here on the side. <laughs> Google's furiously. I have no idea, but because I maybe? feel like that's what fuels the whole uh, like the moon landing was fake mm. because we haven't gone back since, right? right? Isn't that what where that whole thing comes from? I think so. Okay. Well, I, I thought. I guess that, that wasn't a stupid question <laughs> because none of you knew it either. Okay, what else is going on in the world? What? Okay, let's go back to the living in a city thing, just because we're talking about outer space. Well, you had someone who tweeted 
Yes. So we had a listener ask the question, what's it like working and living in a really small town versus working and living in a city? So both of you live in cities. Yes. And I think that I have a lot of jealousy about that because there's so many things going on all the time. So you're in Austin, you're here in Chicago where we're recording this. Um, There's just so much to do. Do you feel like you take advantage of it though is my question. Or do you just kind of like get in your routine and kind of like when you hunker say so down? Much to do like what comes to mind? Like there's meetups you could go to, or there's like cultural events happening. Whereas in my town, it's like the county fair, and <laughs> like I think for me, that's it. My version of taking advantage of it is I really try to take advantage of working remotely in a in a bigger city because there's so many places to go like mm. enjoy your day while That's true. while you work. I don't really do the meetups. And did you was there a time though when you did? Um I have been to them. It's just not I just hate networking. Mm-hmm. So it's never my idea of fun and I'm always like why did I do this? So I don't really do that anymore. And then all the cultural events and stuff. Yes, there's so much to do, but it's always like such a pain in the ass to do it because it's like the parking and the crowds and everything that comes with living in a big city. So I do some of that stuff, but otherwise not so much just kind of stick into my routine. I feel like, do you feel like you? Yeah. I think more so lately Yeah, because like, especially COVID and then right after I just felt so isolated. Like I think, (laughs) I think I'm actually becoming more extroverted as I get older, which I feel like is pretty unique, right? Yeah. yeah. But I think it's because I don't, like, I don't spend time around the wrong people anymore. Like, I'm very scrutinizing about who I'm around and how they make me feel. So, obviously, like, you all, a lot of my friends, like, those people give me energy. Like, I want to go do things with them. Um, meetups, sometimes. I actually planned one a couple months ago, like, myself. And I made sure it was exactly what I would have wanted to do. Mm, yeah. And, and that way it was fun. Um, so what was it? What did you guys we do? We got margaritas. And who we, were the people? Amazing. Like who were the... Some of, some of our clients and then like friends of mine who are like some folks that were at G2, like some local like content marketers or like nice. just digital marketers. And we high level talked about work, but we didn't talk about like, what are you doing tomorrow? Or like, what are you like, what are you currently struggling with? Yeah. Like, and we didn't talk about like set, like I didn't try to sell them either because that's where it gets that's where it feels like icky. Yeah, I just was like, cool. We all have this like sh- we speak this shared language of what we do every day, which is mostly behind a computer. And knowing we have that in common, like now we can talk about other things. Yeah. you know, because a lot of my friends, nurses, teachers, like we just don't have a lot of those fundamentals in common. So it's sometimes hard to like, I don't know, connect on stuff. But. Um, yeah, I mean, we go to a lot of festivals and like, especially in the summer. Like, I think in Chicago. Yeah, depends on the weather. Yeah, like people, like we've been so busy and like it's been so fulfilling. I'm very tired, um, so I'm looking forward to like the slower pace of winter. But yeah, I do feel like I take advantage of a lot. That's good. But that's good. We do like a lot of public transportation and stuff, so it doesn't always it isn't always like yeah. a parking thing. Um, yeah. See, Austin just doesn't have that. Yeah, Austin, Public. I feel like, is kind of in the middle. Yeah. Where it's, like, it's obviously big and cultural, in but transition, it's not. Yeah. Do you think they'll have more of that? I think there are plans, but, but we'll see. But I'm actually, I feel like I am often jealous of people like you who live in smaller places because everything is just so, 
like chill. Like, yeah, there may not be a million things going on or like a, a million places to go, but it's like you have, you still have like restaurants and coffee shops and you don't also have the crazy crowds or yeah, the parking. Like I feel true. like it's, it must be so nice. Yeah, what do you like about it? It's very convenient. So it does have yeah. the convenience factor. Like it's easy to go get groceries. Like I can just drive and quickly pop in and get it and come back home. Like there's, it's easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that one of the perks is like, there's so much space, right? So sometimes when I go to New York or Chicago or wherever, I feel like it sucks a lot of energy out of me just being around because it's so overstimulating. Like there's so much to look at and smell and see. And um, that feels very overwhelming to me. But in a small town, you just, it's just, you have a lot of space and there's just a lot less going on. I think the downside is that, like you said, in the winter, especially, and maybe this is true no matter where you live, Mm But I think that it's just hard to feel that sense of connection, especially when you work online. I know we're not supposed to talk about work, but we all work online and it's just part of it. And I'm like, I'm 10 years in now and I just get so tired of being at home by myself all the time because it's very efficient. And it's to the point now where I'm like, I'm not spending a lot of every workday doing work stuff. So I have the free time, but I don't necessarily have like a networking event that I could go to with that free time or it's just kind of like more time for me to fill, which sometimes feels terrifying, especially when I am not busy, like with a creative project or something else. It's just kind of feels like, Oh, you have these hours to fill during the day. So pros and cons. I think it's, yeah. And it's nice to do stuff like this where you like visit a city or you go somewhere else or, you pop in for a little bit and pretend to be a city person. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice to do. You should host the next one of these in your in your town and we can come be right. small town folks. You should. It would yeah. be fun. <laughs> Don't come in the winter though. It's awful. Okay. Noted. The winter is awful. Everything is dead. It's depressing. Don't do it. Right now though, oh, it's beautiful. There's yeah. cornfields everywhere. Cows for days. If Amazing. anyone would like to smell some cornfields. <laughs> I thought you were going to say smell some cows. Great. <laughs> Don't smell the cows. <laughs> cows are not great. Oh, my gosh. So do you ever do, like, coffee shops or libraries where you, like, go you to know, be around people but, like, alone around people? So I feel like I do yoga classes at the end of the day, yeah. like, for the exercise to, again, get out of the chair, go do something, like, put a hard stop to the work day. I'm not great at the coffee shop thing because it's very loud and it's very – there's, like, a lot of smells it's like not well ventilated and they cook bacon in there and it's gross. Are you speaking the of bacon? one specific place? Yes. Oh my God. Every coffee shop cooks bacon. I was like, what are you talking about? You shamed us. No, the coffee and the food is great, but I just don't like hanging out there because it's loud and it smells weird. <laughs> I don't, I don't like it. I like a lot of control over the yeah. environment, so... That is my ideal place to work, I think. Really? Where I'm surrounded by, like... Other people, energy, yeah. but I'm, I don't, I can still be in my own world. That's nice. Yeah. Cause when I'm at home for too long, I, it's hard for me to focus. Mm. I don't know. I get a little stir crazy if I try to work from home. I remember on Twitter during COVID or like right after there were a lot of folks talking about how they were moving away from mm-hmm. cities. Yeah. Which a lot of people, like we had a lot of friends who moved out of Chicago, um, to either be able to afford a house mm-hmm. and or have more space after being cooped up for what a year and a half 
And I think you chimed into a lot of those conversations, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Like folks asking you, like, what's it like? What do you yeah. recommend? Like, what are the pros and cons? Have you still been getting questions like that? Not as much, but I think the biggest conversation now, I think it's kind of shifted to like, oh my gosh, it's so affordable to live in a small town. Like, should I do it? Mm -hmm. What are the trade-offs? And I think the trade-offs are pretty significant. Like in a small town, I mean, even just saying that phrase probably drums up some thoughts for people with the popular song right now. But um, it's hard to make a blanket statement though and be like, it's yeah. like this everywhere, you yeah. know? It could just be you have a small town and the people are wonderful. I think it just depends yeah. on where you are. It is super affordable though. Mm -hmm. The thing I will say is that I live in the middle of Illinois. So I'm like four hours from Chicago, an hour and a half from St. Louis. So it takes some travel time to get anywhere with a lot of population density and like a lot of things going on, but it's not terrible. So it's kind of- Where do you fly out of when you travel? St. Louis usually, just cause it's so much closer. Yeah. But. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's pros and cons, just like anything else. Um, so let's talk about next. What are you reading or watching? Like, what are you consuming content-wise right now? Um, I just finished a really fun show called Hijack. Mm, and it's what? with, uh, I think Idris? it's Apple TV. Yeah. Oh, okay. Idris Elba. Um, and it's, yeah, it's about a plane that gets hijacked. And I don't usually like those kind of shows, like the thriller TV shows, but... It was very Did you say fun. it was a fun show? It just was like fun to watch. Oh, okay. Not like happy fun. <laughs> but it was just exciting. <laughs> yes. It was very exciting, very entertaining. Um yeah, I I really like that one a lot. What else? I feel like that's the only thing I've been watching right now. That's and the, the new, standout. The new Housewives. I have never gotten into the Housewives, but they just started a new New York Housewives of New York. Uh, with a new cast so I'm giving it a chance okay. because I am a Bravo girl and I like it so far that's good so we'll see I'll keep nice. y'all updated yes I know you'll be on the edge yes just waiting for <laughs> those <laughs> updates what about y'all oh man I don't I haven't been watching a lot of tv lately what um, are you reading? reading yeah and reading you know the books <laughs> yeah um, here we go <laughs> Did you guys ever read uh, Jennifer Armentrout's series of Blood and Ash? No, no. It was like a I've seen that everywhere though. Series if you like Akatar. Just got her most recent book in the mail. I don't typically. Are you guys like paperback or hardback or are you Kindle? I'm not a Kindle girl. I like anymore. a physical, physical copy or audio or audio. Yeah. Yeah. The same with you. Mostly just physical copies. Physical. Yeah. Okay. So you buy every book that you want to read. Pretty much. I typically buy the physical books if I know I'll reread it. Mm. Um, and then if it's like a one-off, I'll just get Kindle. But I've been buying all her books. So when you reread, are you doing, like, are you looking for things on the reread? Are you, like, looking for things that you missed? Or is it just, like, a comfort, like, I really like the story, I want to revisit it? I actually forget about a lot of what I read. I do, too. Yeah. Like, it doesn't there's stick. There's a couple stories, yeah. like, the Emerson essay that I read every, like, the, I do that on intentionally because it, like, it's a reminder of things that like stick with me or I'm like, I need to get my head on straight. But usually with fiction after about a year or so, I'll remember the sensation, like I remember how it made me feel. So sure. I'm like, sure. I want to go back there and like experience that. But I don't, 
always remember all the details enough to look for something new. Got it. Um, but especially with these series that are still being released, like if like she just released her new book, I already had pre-ordered it. I'll probably reread the whole series because it's been like a year and a half. Okay. So I'm like, just so it's like a fresh experience yeah. versus picking up like the next book. And I'm like, wait, what happened before? Like, right. what was, especially because it's fantasy. So there's like a whole world building element to it. I'm like, I forgot the rules of these books. Yes, um, you got to remember. So that one I'm probably reading soon. But otherwise, like we, you know how I told you guys that we started Love Island US? Yes. It sucks. Oh, really? I don't know if I just got so used to the UK ones. But like we started it and I was like, I don't like any of these people. Like, So I it's the personalities. Know. I think it's just like, the, yeah, because that's the whole point. Like you want to connect like, with, I feel like with reality TV, right? Okay. Like you want to connect yeah. to the people. I'm so glad you brought this up because I finished Real World New Orleans. We talked about this yeah, before. I loved. I loved it so much. The conversations, the people, so engaging. Held up so well 20 years later. I moved on now to the next season that was available, which was Las Vegas. And that is 2003, I think. Oh my gosh. And it's terrible. And it's the same thing. It's because I don't like any of the people, the characters, mm -hmm. and there's no substance. Mm -hmm. They're all just like, let's get drunk and sleep with each other. And I'm like, this is not a show. Mm -hmm. This is not a season of a show. Every episode was the same. So I gave up after four episodes. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Are you going to go to another season? I don't know. I'm going to need the listeners to tell me if there's another season that I should be okay. looking for because. Are there like okay, a lot we'll of ask. There's so real world there's 20 yeah. something there's it so started, many started i think in the early 90s and then yes just i mean the the original episodes the people look like they're on seinfeld like we're talking big bangs yeah. shoulder pads it's pretty great it's hilarious <laughs> yeah. it's so funny it looks like 1985 it really is yeah. and it's and it's pre-internet too so it's so precious because you're just like oh these little these little people they don't know anything about each other like they haven't done any sleuthing or anything yeah. it's so pure mm -hmm. but yeah las vegas just wasn't it when does the golden bachelor come out <sighs> next month i think september be a whole yeah. segment for oh, I also need to make a <laughs> correction. Oh, fact check. I, fact check. <laughs> I made a joke that his name was Jerry, as in geriatric, but it's actually Gary. So, oh my, my gosh, that was that's so like brave. a classic Parks and Rec my flub. Joke didn't so brave. Makes oh, <laughs> thank you. Round of applause. Thank for you. That. Some eye correction. Yeah, that was really hard. I didn't want to say that. Big but. if true. Yeah, big if true. <laughs> um okay so i just finished watching cruel summer i don't know if you guys like like young adult garbage tv <laughs> but it's it on. by if jessica beale yeah just excellent producer really? she really knows what she's doing yeah. i also watched the center that she did that's really good so good yeah that woman knows what she's doing yep. is cruel summer based on books it might be, it's, be. It's, it's a YA. series so i've seen all i think there's been two maybe two previous maybe i know one for sure but it's usually about like teenagers and somebody's died and you have to figure out what happened. And it's so good. Interesting. It's really good stuff. So you're on season one or two? How many seasons two. are there? I, I think it's season two. Okay. It's whatever most recently came out is what okay. I just watched. Gotcha. But it was very good. Okay. It's I'll a fun to, time. I need a new watch. I'll have to pick it's that. It's a fun up. one. What about I, other stuff that's, that's, that we're loving? I um, just got a Kindle. Mm. Oh, so your Kindle's new. Ever. I used to read on think? my phone. 
I really like it. Yeah. Because like what would happen is I would open the Kindle app on my phone and then I'd be like subject to like all the texts and emails and slacks. Oh, yeah. So it's like when I f- hold a physical book, I'm detaching completely from reality. And when I was reading on my Kindle app, it like wasn't the same experience. Yeah. So now that I have like basically a f- another portal that's not connected to the rest of the world, it's giving me the same vibes. So I really like it. Yeah. Okay, so Allie, you keep talking with your I keep you keep talking with your hands and I am noticing your beautiful nails. We've talked about your hands before. Your hand model hands. You have hand model hands. I this stirs up another question for me that I want to know. So, what is like a like a simple luxury? Okay. I'm guessing nails is one of oh, them for yeah. you, but like what is your like simple luxury that you do for yourself? Oh, that's a good question. That just nails. made yeah, that just came up. Or like facials mm, nice. like face like microneedling or those yeah kind of like yeah. things. nice those are good ones yeah definitely what about you um mine is probably i let myself have like nice coffee and nice food and stuff mm-hmm. like like nice restaurants and stuff whenever that's such a treat because i feel like that's i don't so nice. spend a lot of money on clothes or other things like that like I mostly just shop at Target so like I don't know I feel like you know food and drinks and stuff that's where that's where I like to mm-hmm. kind of dial oh, it up also a little. hotels Ooh, I yeah. love a nice hotel you love room. nice hotels yeah, you love... would have loved the inn that we stayed at in Canada what it was had it a like heated bathroom floor oh which is like oh, rare that's next like level. that's like ne- yes it wow. was so nice and the the breakfast the complimentary breakfast was like a four course oh my goodness breakfast it was incredible wow. but like and it wasn't cheap but it was like so worth it yeah especially when you travel you're like already like out of your element and mm-hmm. you're like for me i get anxious when i'm like just not in my element i guess you could say and it was so nice just you know it's there you know yes. it's like comfortable yeah you're gonna sleep well mm-hmm. the water's gonna be hot good water pressure like just the mm-hmm. basics it's just like yes. not, that's not yeah. always guaranteed when you travel no, i i not. feel like my new level of like I want this hotel room is like, doesn't have a bathtub. I'm mm-hmm. like always looking for a bathtub now. A hundred percent. hotels not usually have bathtubs? Some only have showers. No, no, no. I, yeah, and like I mean like a stole. nice bathtub. Oh. We're not talking like the bathtub that's in the shower. We're talking like its own thing. Yeah, yeah. We can like have a nice soak. Look at you. <laughs> that that's, was exactly. That's the new bar. That was my bar for booking the hotel for this trip. <laughs> I was like, is the bathtub nice? I need nice. a bathtub, yes. yeah. Nice, okay. Yeah. So do you take a bath every time you travel? For them, yeah, if I have a tub, yeah, I love a good bath. I feel like it's because I'm a terrible sleeper, it helps me sleep, so it's all for a good cause. I feel like I really, maybe last year I got carried away, maybe maybe two years ago with the luxuries. I feel like I really went so hard into the luxury because I had a really good year for my business and I was like, I deserve it. But I'm telling you, like I was getting a massage like twice a month like like going to the nice hotels treat i re- treat yourself like yeah. every day getting treat my yourself. nails done getting my hair done all the time just buying whatever i wanted and i feel like what was so interesting is the the novelty of it wore off so quickly oh mm-hmm. yeah it stopped being special yeah and so now that i do it less frequently i appreciate it more but huh. i feel like it's kind of a duh thing but not necessarily because you don't I, know until you try because I feel like that's a goal for some people right like, I want to do that whenever I want to as much as I can mm-hmm. and then you do it and you're yeah. like oh that's not as cool not anymore as fun. Huh. Mm-hmm. yeah the magic wore off a little bit so I had to tone it back so what are your simple luxuries now 
So I do like to have a massage like once a month. I don't feel like I've been doing that this year, but that would be ideal. Um, I get my nails done. I do like getting a coffee drink. I feel like that's a treat. I worked at a coffee shop when I was in college and every time somebody would come in and get two drinks, I was always just like, oh my God, that is luxury. So you can get like a coffee and a tea. It's like a hot coffee and an iced tea to go. That is such a baller move to me. And I have always wanted that for myself. (laughs) I feel like you can make that. I feel like that's achievable now for you. It is. I still really struggle with it though. I have like such a mental hang up about it. It's so interesting. So dumb, but yeah. It's so funny. Um, Yeah. Do we want to do lightning round questions here? Do we want to wrap it up? Let's let's do a couple of lightning rounds. Okay. Let's do a couple. One one or two. Okay. So I feel like we just did one. Um, What should our next one be? Somebody throw one out. Um, What... What are your biggest pet peeves? Oh, God. Let's do that. A let's classic. Let's get heated. <laughs> so many. So many. Who wants to go first? Slow walkers. Okay. Slash people that take up the whole sidewalk walking area. Yeah. Do you? What do you do? Are you, like, behind? <laughs> do you, like, give them, give them the, the kitchen cue? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, it depends. Like, at the airport, I'm ruder because I'm, like, this is a temporary experience. Like, why are we taking our time in this space? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. get in and get out. Mm-hmm. We had to run through the airport in Montreal last week, and I fun. literally shoulder checked two people. Oh, so I was like about to miss my flight, mm. and they, it was it, well, they weren't like little old ladies. It was like big men. I was okay, like, get out of the way. They deserved they it. They're like walking, or you're, they were standing still in that like moving walkway mm-hmm. kind of thing, which is meant um, for speed. Yeah, I mean, rules exactly. people. There's rules. Stand on the so in the airport, I don't really care, but like, I don't know, out here on the sidewalk and stuff, I usually will like cross the street or I'll just like wait until there's a place to like go around them. But like in my mind, I'm like, get out of the way. Yeah, that's a big one. Are you, um, are you, oh my God, there was a tweet that I saw that was like making fun of this where like, if somebody's walking faster than you, you're like, where does this asshole think he's going? That's so important. You like get annoyed. But then if somebody's walking slower than you, then they're also an asshole because they're not walking fast no enough. Way. I don't usually like, are think you, that about the okay. fast ones. Okay. I do have that sensation when I'm driving, though. Mm. Like, when I'm driving and, like, someone's going faster, I'm like, enjoy the ticket, asshole. Mm. And then if someone's going slower, <laughs> I'm like, get out of the way. So, like, I set the bar. <laughs> it's my standard on the highway. That's right. <laughs> Classic. That's okay. right. Okay. okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Mm. What about you all? Um, I... <laughs> I always say I have a little bit of road rage, but I think it's more like road impatience. Like there are just certain things that people do that drive me insane when I'm driving. Mostly like when you are at a red light and you're about to turn, like left turn red light. Okay. And it turns green and the person behind you immediately starts honking their horn. I cannot, I can't handle it. It drives me insane. So you go slower on purpose? No, I don't. But <laughs> I do say a lot of cuss words in my head to that person because it just is like, come on, don't be an asshole. The light just turned green. My brain hasn't <laughs> even had time to signal to my foot to hit the pedal. Is this happening on your morning drives? Yeah, of course. I drive so much now on my morning drive. So yes, this happens. Mm. But it's, it's not my fault. I know y'all are probably thinking like, oh, you're just not paying attention and you're not turning. But I swear to God. Maybe you're in your own little world. Do you ever think about that? (laughs) Because I'm the person behind you that's honking. Like, let's go. Okay, Kaylee's making it personal. (laughs) Let's go. I got places to be. No, I don't. It's 
if I'm being slow or if I'm in my own little world, okay, fine. That's a fair thing to do. But if I haven't even had time to go, don't be honking at me All and right. rushing me. Ugh, okay. And then my other one. <laughs> oh, multiples. <laughs> I'm, I'm rolling out a scroll. Okay. <laughs> um, my other big one is um, when you're talking to somebody and they just are constantly interrupting you and like won't let you finish. Mm. um but my wife and i like fake fight about this a lot because she because it's in jest i don't actually get mad at her but she just cannot help herself like she just has to interject and just can't wait for me to finish a thought is she is it because she's in a hurry or she just like yeah it just she can't wait to like does she is she like finishing your sentences or is she interrupting you in a fight sometimes it's she's not in a fight if she interrupts me in a fight Austin interrupts me in fights all the time oh Oh, then it's over no nothing would make me hit the roof faster (laughs) um it's mostly like she okay she's a huge extrovert she's an amazing conversationalist but one of her ideas of being a good conversationalist is like being engaged like as you're talking okay. so oh. she's a big sentence finisher and i like there are a lot of people like that and i'm just like you would know what i'm gonna say if you just let me finish the sentence <laughs> anyway. shots fired anyway. wow but yeah but yeah wow. so interrupters got it um i'm trying to think what mine is i feel like everything is annoying to me there's truly nothing that's <laughs> all has a scroll too yeah i have like a scroll that just never ends. It's just <laughs> infinite. I'm trying to think. Um, okay, so this one's top of mind because on the train, on the way up here, it's when people bring something really, really smelly to eat mm. in an enclosed mm. travel um, vicinity. Like if you're on a train or you're on an airplane or you're on a bus and there's other people around, like don't bring a sandwich that looks no. like you're eating cat shit. Like that's disgusting. <laughs> I saw a man on the train who literally looked like he was eating a cat shit sandwich it was disgusting it was so disgusting and like hats off to you for planning ahead you had your lunch with you but like choose something less smelly it's just it's like so gross and rude yes and like or like onions or garlic like don't bring the most fragrant food you could ever think of yeah Again, back to the office, it's like when Oscar brings egg salad on the airplane. Don't do that. Yeah. yeah. No. Don't do that. That's yeah. gross. Like there's a whole... Or eat unspoken. it before you get on. Yeah. Like, when you... That's why I think when you travel, we're all experiencing it together. Like, it, Truly. we're all in this together. Like, Truly. stay to the right. Eat your food before you get on the plane. These are simple requests. Pay attention to where you are. Like, just... It's not asking much. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, 100%. Because what I'm seeing is when people, like, don't engage when they're traveling i'm like do you want to live here in this airport it's like you're certainly taking your time you're taking so much time. i want to get out of here as soon as i can mm-hmm. can we all work together yeah. to make yes. that happen let's make it happen did you see that article that these people were stuck on a united flight like on um at the gate for seven hours that is my nightmare austin what? texted me and he was like i would be arrested for killing everyone on this plane what happened for sure what was going on i don't know oh God. i think it was oh, one of those awful. like i didn't click into it but I would suspect it was probably like a security issue or you know how they do that or like you can't like you can't get off or you can't get on yes. or whatever it's like once you board it or whatever mm-hmm. it's like a holding pattern have jurisdiction God. over me as a person no. I'm on your plane no, no, that no. is another one of my pet peeves is waiting in line I hate 
Mm. That's probably why I'm so jumpy at the line when I'm driving my car. You know, I'm like, I got to get going. I don't like <laughs> waiting around. Oh my God. I hate those moments of like holding like <laughs> six flags. I'm getting that speed pass. I'm not waiting in the long line. I'm not doing that. I don't. I know. I don't want to do that. Not the line at the coffee shop. Six flags. Six flags. Six flags. Universal Studios. Doesn't matter what it is. If I'm getting on a coaster, I want to be number three or I'm out. Three is like the max. Oh. Like third person in line. That's it. That is an upgrade that has to happen. Um, Another one would be like boarding a plane. I don't like waiting around to board a plane. So I'm usually like the first person on the plane just because I'm like, I just want to sit down. I don't want to do the waiting thing. I have to get better at this though, because I feel like that is such a good practice of like being a human is like being able to tolerate those holding patterns. Cause that is so much of life. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Though. I'm really working on it. I'm not do doing it. Do you think that good. you're less patient because you live in a smaller city? Or Probably. Smaller I'm oh, so used to everything point. being super yeah. convenient and snappy and I don't have to wait around a lot. So when I do, it's just like, All right, I have one more lightning round question. I'm so scared. The best advice you've ever been given. Oh, I knew it was gonna be hard. (laughs) Krista, you have to go first. No, my God. (laughs) Did you think of something? No. Do you have it? No, I don't. Do you want me to finish it for you? I think the best advice you've ever been given. (laughs) Kaylee, why don't you tell me what the best advice I've ever given? Go really fast at at a green light. Yes, go fast. Don't stand in lines. Great. Go fast and don't stand in lines. best advice I've been given <laughs> great I I don't even know if this is advice but I saw recently on a headstone somebody put don't try and I feel like as a person who tries so so hard all the time that's really good advice because when you try you just kind of get in your own way and you overcomplicate and you overthink and I would love to live by that I don't know if it's practical but it seems like good advice so that's the one that jumps out to me right now I don't know. Okay. I like that. I like that. Nice and simple. What about you? Mine's probably the fact that nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody knows. Oh, yeah. And I don't even know if that, like, it's probably one of those things that I was told, you know, ever since you were pretty young, but you know, when something like clicks for you and you're like, I get it now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that happened for me until like four or five years ago and a lot in the last couple of years, especially with my role at Omniscient because I'm like, I don't know fuck I'm doing like mm-hmm. probably 75% of the time and that's okay it's okay everybody like else feels one. the same yeah that did remind me of an actual piece of advice oh thank god Not just what Kaylee <laughs> told me to say <laughs> great um um like don't care so much about what other people think because everybody's just like thinking about themselves anyway mm. like nobody's not as many people are paying attention to you and what you're doing, mm-hmm. like as you think they I are. I think that one's settled in for me yet. It, yeah, I've like it's heard it, but I haven't hard. Like heard it. Yeah, because we're all the main character in our own little narratives yeah, we totally. write for ourselves. It does help though. I think specifically with like, I used to be very in my head about what I post online, mm. just because like, I feel like in what we do in marketing and stuff, there's this weird expectation that like, you should only be posting about that Mm -hmm. and like you should be stay in your lane yeah and that's just not what that's just not me and so I used to be very in my head about that so I do think it has helped a little bit in that to where I feel like I can be a little bit more just myself you guys have like pretty successfully blended I think your online presences I haven't mine is like very siloed and I think like this doing this will help me 
just come I'm, yeah because it's been like i really feel like there's like work me and like personal me mm-hmm. and that's not sustainable right right i saw a meme the other day that was like work me and regular me are two different people they don't even look the same i think it was a version of that or something yeah yeah, yeah. but it's so true yeah, they're like totally me. different animals yeah for sure like even last week in canada all my friends were like i listen to your podcast i loved it and i was like why <laughs> Because to me, it's like, that's the work bucket, which yeah. is funny because we don't even talk about work, right. but like, it's like digital, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they're like, no, it's so cool. And I was like, oh, I can talk about that. Like, I, <laughs> it's We're from, doing I it. stupid, but like, yeah. Yes. I have I that problem care. too, where I think that every, like, I never want to talk about work because I feel like it's so boring. Mm. Like no one truly wants to hear about this. Like no one wants to hear me talk about marketing. Cause I don't want to hear me talk about marketing. So I definitely don't want to explain what I do to somebody else. And I still am not good at explaining what I do. But I feel like what we do because it's at home and because it's on the computer, it's like, so it's already so close to our personal lives, mm-hmm. like yeah. both like physically, like proximity wise. And also just like mentally, because we all love what we do or, you know, elements of it. So I want to talk more about like tangent, like how work like affects our lives and our, yeah. Like yeah. kind of navigating like our careers and stuff. I don't want to talk about like fucking SEO and stuff, but like <laughs> I definitely, not tactical. Yeah, you know, more like tangential. And I think that's that's okay. I don't think that'll get you work jar. Gonna kick me off. Yeah, <laughs> you did say marketing though. You said I s- did. I you said it. Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> we all owe five dollars. I think I have like thirty bucks in there. I need to. Yeah, you gotta pay up. We need to pick our first charity. That's yeah. You gotta give that money away to a good cause. Yes, since we're pieces of shit. Well, that (laughs) seems like a good. That seems like a good place to end. Yes. Cheers. To being pieces of shit. To being pieces of shit. We did it, gang.